And that was Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye, chosen by our very own John this week. Uh, he, he's in charge of the intro and outro music on Spotify, so if you listen on Spotify, you're welcome. Uh, John, what made you decide to choose a song this week? Uh, from one of my favorite movies of all time, probably my favorite uh, football movie of all time, Remember the Titans. It's actually a Disney Channel movie. So for everyone into Disney Channel movies that's also into sports, Remember the Titans is a classic that should be put on everyone's shelf. Right. got some of the greatest actors. Right, definitely one of my favorite uh, football movies of all time. There's a Washington was amazing in it. Donald Faison and others. Shout out to them. As you can, as you can hear, we have all all the hosts here. Uh, after we took a week off due to uh, New Year's, so shout out to everyone for making it. How was everyone's New Year's? My New Year was great. I didn't do much. Who would you spend New Year's with again? Um, couple friends from college. I don't. You you might know them. I think I might. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I I have a whole lot of friends in school. So. True. Because you're a bully, but that's a that's another story to have. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Wait. Whoa. 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 I have never in my life. I was not. Thinking, I don't remember. That is not the narrative that we are about to set. <laughs> I will not tolerate that kind of slander. Bully. Okay. Well, it'd be a shame if someone had proof. You don't have proof that I was a bully when I was in college. So try again. Well, this bruise on my arm would say otherwise, but you know. Um, in college, sir, we have all since graduated. So move around. Oh, okay. There's char- there's character testimonies all over the place then. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, Elijah, how was your New Year's? My New Year's was solid. Um, in case nobody knows, well, I'm a musician, so you know I kind of spent the whole night in church, but um, made some money, had some fun with some people, and uh, solid New Year. Nice. Uh, what, what about you, John? My New Year was pretty good. It was very COVID-ridden. A lot of dodging. A lot of. A lot of people testing positive early. Um, I'm from New Jersey, New York area, so like. There's a lot of a lot of talk around it. There's a lot of things going on. Just I don't know. Spend it with some loved ones. Christmas nice. was good too. So I mean, what can I say? It was a great. It's a great time of the year. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, for my New Year's, I spent it with some college friends as well. I don't know if it came with, me and it came were in the same area, but I'm pretty. We you know spent you know New Year's with a lot of the same college friends. So. I don't know if I saw him or not the weekend, but it was a very good weekend for me. So okay, it's time, time <laughs> out. Let's backtrack because I'd like to acknowledge that you just said you don't know if we were in the same area, but we spent yes. New Year's with the same friends. How does that? Well, Please so explain that. so uh, I can explain that real quick. So basically, okay, okay. So we can hang out with the same friends and not be seen to each other, basically. So you. So- didn't- at all so you're saying you gave yourself the broom on purpose and then said to everyone that it came with a bully that's what i'm hearing mm-hmm. that, repeat that john so what what i'm hearing is that yes. you didn't see akeem on new year's you gave that bruise to yourself uh, yeah um i'm just basically re- right uh, reading the statement that akeem Najra right uh gave to me before the podcast to read out loud so he's not liable for any of my injuries so wow we can't have nice things <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just to, you know, cut the joke out, it was corny. I hate uh, it here. <laughs> me and Akeem, obviously, we're hanging out, 
New Year's. We 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 hung out with some college friends of ours. Uh, some that were on the podcast, some that weren't. Uh, Tommy Cooper, who we did a uh, interview with uh, the host. Uh, well, Anna Marcus were amazing. Who, who Phil did an interview with? I was not present. You were I there. Was you were no, there. I wasn't present. You were there in the background. I wasn't even in the background. I was asleep. I don't count. Yeah, on the couch. We did it at the counter. You're like five feet away. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, also with stuff being done over and done with, uh, our fantasy football season is now over and done with. Uh, the two winners from Yahoo, Chris Simmons. He beat me in the championship by one point, thanks to congrats, Chris. Congrats, congrats mm-hmm. Chris, to because of a Dalton Schultz catch in the, at the one at the beginning point. of the second half, and then he was never seen from again at the rest of the game. So good, a uh, great amount of luck there. And then ESPN, congrats to our very own Akeem Wright for winning the, the ESPN league. So shout out to That's him. me. Akeem, congrats. Gracias. Got any words for us as, as a champion? Um, yay, congrats to me. I never thought that I'd actually make it here. So it's kind of a big deal, for real. Like, um, <laughs> I'm very proud of myself. Go me. I'm glad. That's it. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad at least, you know, one of us won it. Oh. Also, after um, this year, Akeem will also be taking over the ESPN League, and I'll be running. Oh, um, that's what I'm excited league, for. We should have started with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, if you want to find out what plans Akeem has for that league and others, uh, me and Akeem have an interview coming out this upcoming Tuesday. So if you guys want to hear that out, see how he's going to do it. Yep. But I guess he has. We did that after Tommy's interview, so make you guys stay tuned Correct. for that. I have a lot of questions for that, too. Like, how is he going to handle the trades? I'll say, John. The, the the interview is in the anchor. I can send it to you if you want. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, you said. I mean, yeah. Why not? I got but, some questions for Akeem. I got you. I mean, <laughs> since, since we're already here, we can, we, we can go over it right now if you want. Oh, yeah, I have questions. Have at it. Because if if Elijah comes back, is he back yet? He's there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because I know he said that he had questions, or I feel like he said he had questions. I don't know. I, I know Elijah listens to the interview already because he he's on the the anchor. Uh, Right. Right, 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 right. Fire, fire away, John. My first question to you is: Will you abuse the commissioner's office like your last opponent? Come trade oh. time. It, it, oh. it's past, past commissioner. Past commissioner. Sorry. Wait a minute. Um, will I abuse what? What is happening here? <laughs> okay, that's a lot. Of, it's, it's a lot of dodging. I'm hearing. But you, what is going on? You're saying um, a lot of stalling and dodging, Akeem. No, no, because I need him to repeat the question. That's why I asked if he could repeat the question. Go ahead. I, I will repeat the question. I said, will you abuse your power as commissioner like previous commissioners have done come trade deadline time? Oh, um, no, I will not. Thank you. Thank you. What? <laughs> Looking forward to you as commissioner. I can't. I can't. Also, also Kim, as you know, as yes, no. as the new commissioner, just make sure you tell everyone to check out the settings before you leave the league. That'd be a nice, you know, warning for everyone. Question <laughs> for you, as commissioner, does your job end in August after we draft, or will you be commissioner all year? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a question, actually. <laughs> but no, no, my job does not end in August because what? If I'm commissioner of the league, I'm there right. until the league is finished. That's right. I like to hear it, Akeem. Also, That's Akeem, right. another, another question. Another question for yeah, yeah, yeah. commissioner. Do you believe in uh, changing settings through the this season as commissioner? 
Um, depends on the circumstance. Okay. It's all. It's all. It's all. At, at that point, it's it's situational. Okay. Yeah. How side big things? Are you gonna cast it up to league votes? Or are you gonna are you gonna make some of these decisions by yourself? Um. Oh, that's a tough one. I know. I asked for questions. I mean, eh, um, I have a few ideas as far as what we're gonna do differently this coming year. Cause um, I'm I'm not I'm not going through the same things Phil did because I'm not as nice. Okay. So um, a lot of the stuff Phil let y'all get away with. I'm not doing that. Okay. One more question. This might be my last. I might. I, not- I, got, I got one last question after this too. All right. Okay. We go ahead. On no, no. What was the question? Will we play on ESPN? Uh, that I don't really care. So I'll that will probably be one of the things I vote on or have y'all vote on because it doesn't matter for me. I played on every app. Okay. ESPN, Yahoo, Sleeper. I've even played on the NFL app, so it doesn't matter. How's the NFL? I've never played on that. It was okay. I only played on right, for yeah. one year, so I never got to do it more than once. Gotcha. Which um, I was actually okay with. Yeah, my last question is uh, anything that you're looking forward to changing, like maybe a, a league fee or like how much it costs to get in the league? So you asked, okay. So why not just say, is there anything else that you're going to change? The answer to that is yes. I am upping our league fees because $10 per person is not a lot. And Are we keeping it affordable? What happened? Are we keeping it semi-affordable? Well, yeah, I was only going to raise it to 20 Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Because, I mean, if, if, if y'all can't afford $20, then y'all don't need to play. That's right. Like, because... The the sad part was it was hard to get ten dollars from some of y'all, so you know twenty might be a stretch, but that's okay because whoever doesn't pay me this money, by the time the season starts, you're not playing. I'm not playing those games like Phil did. I'm not waiting until week three to get everybody's money. Or or you have until you have until the day of the draft to give me your money. If if I don't have it, you're getting replaced. What happened? But. Also, not not at all from some league mates, but that's a different story. Um, Elijah, do you have any questions for our new commissioner? Mm-hmm. Cricket, cricket, cricket. No. Okay, so uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to move on with the whole fancy football recap. If you can just describe your season in one word, what would it be? Not everyone jump up at, at once. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought other people were gonna go first. I assumed somebody else would go first. I was waiting for Elijah's. Like, I'll go first. Um, if I describe my season in one word, <laughs> you guys couldn't hear me. There's, no, you couldn't. Oh, you're talking. Okay. Okay. I was talking. Uh, oh. My my only question is. Can we incorporate punters? What was the question? Can we add punters to the league? No. Thank Damn. You. Thank you. Absolutely not. I, I thought they score real high. That's all I, I thought everything was up to up to the league vote, sir. Hell no. no. No, I said there will be certain things that I let the league vote on. That won't be one of them. <laughs> will it be a dynasty league? Um, that's one of the. Th- now that'll be the thing. That'll be one of the things I have y'all vote on because that's what I want. Okay, I'd like that too. I just want it. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, I so, I'd want that a lot. Gotcha. So we're doing one word to describe our fantasy season. Uh, let's go first. I'll go first. 
but <laughs> shut up. Didn't say anything. No, you're laughing at all. <laughs> I only laughed because you were like, you were like, you're like, I was waiting for Elijah to say, I'll go first. And then he finally got back here. That's the first thing you said. <laughs> go ahead, Elijah. My one word is egregious. Oh, can you can you define it, please? Because some people might not know what it means. I drafted well. I thought I drafted very well, and everything just fell flat. Hurt. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, what you got? I know it's really basic, but I would say exciting. I think I had an exciting time this year. Right, two playoff appearances in a row. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm very, I'm excited to you know build upon that. But I mean, just the little things. Like for example, I mean, I lost to Phil in both of our Yahoo and Fantasy ESPN leagues, but I got to beat him in Sleeper in this secret league that he has me in that I suck in. <laughs> so like, I mean, that, that's what yeah, that's there. He cost me, <laughs> cost me a spot in the playoffs. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> And you know That's what's hilarious. even better is like I was the only person to be the king this year. You were that. I and that that's that's successful because I got lucky as hell. You know what I mean? Like exciting. That's what I would say. Exciting. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay what do you got? Um. <laughs> um. I I really wanted to say dominating, but I was gonna, that would make me sound. I feel like you said it a lot. A, 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 a pompous asshole, but I'll be that because I won and I won by a large margin. Not just my like finals matchup, but I'm talking the entire season. You said the whole season, not oh, just okay. the finals. Okay. So. Yeah, the so, only yeah. week two. What happened? The only bad week you had was week two. Exactly. You brushed it off your shoulders and just won the whole thing. Absolutely. I and it's funny because I. I didn't. I don't think I ever said this publicly, but I knew. I said after this week, I said I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go on a tear. I don't know if I'm gonna win every week, but I said I definitely will not be the the worst team in our league. Right. But I already. I knew after the draft I wasn't gonna be the worst team in our league. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, for me, I'll say. I'll say shocking. Because mm. I thought I thought I was gonna finish a lot better. I thought you know I had a, a decent shot at the Avengers team in the finals, but you know, <laughs> you're gonna so. stop calling my team the Avengers. When you change the logo, I will. So yeah, I mean, shocking on both ends because I lost to one. I lost to one point in the Yahoo League, and I lost by yeah, basically I, I lost I lost by one running back position swap and the other one. So, so very yeah. shocking for me to lose this way mm. but hey you gotta give Akeem props he won this year and always gotta fight for it next year oh yeah, yeah. Akeem are you fantasy basketball now what's the question I'm, I'm just saying as as reigning champion of fantasy football are you looking forward and excited for fantasy basketball I mean one step at uh, a time but yeah, good question <laughs> <laughs> so do you want do you want me to answer it or no go ahead. yeah go ahead go ahead Okay. Yes, I'm. I'm looking forward to fantasy basketball. I mean, we're we're what in week like twelve. Twelve. Um. So I mean, yeah. I mean, things things are going well. So I'm doing this week. Happy. I'm very happy right now. 
word. So, and then before we move, okay, go ahead, John. Sorry, I don't mean to be like this, folks. He does mean to be like this because I'm pretty sure you're just asking who I play, and he already knows that I'm playing. He already knows that I'm playing him. So, how's that matchup going? Yo, I'm winning. John is John is winning currently. He's up by like he's up by like ten. I'm gonna lose this week, but he's up by thirteen. I put I put. Okay, sure. That's what I meant. Basketball. I was down by like two hundred. Oh, okay. so also you speaking, were, but most of my people weren't playing. Right. So sp- speaking of fantasy, before we move on to a king's commercial, we're gonna do a quick exercise. Uh, if there's one player you would want to try to target next year in the draft for fantasy football, not like the obvious ones, but like a certain one, who would it be? Uh, well, you said not the obvious one, so I'm gonna shut up then. <laughs> I don't mean to take you. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm going first. Yeah. Um, That's your catchphrase. Come on. Uh, who am I going to target? Not an obvious one. I don't know how. To... Yeah, see? That's what makes it difficult. Yeah. I, I got to say again, though. Alexander Mattinson. Like, I feel like. He's on the. What'd you say? If he's still on the Vikings? Yeah, yep. I think he only has I think he has another year left on his contract or another two years. I know, but you talked about him going somewhere else. So I said I want him to go somewhere else, but I don't think he's gonna actually be there. Actually, I feel like he'll still be in Minnesota. And he's gonna be my target because when Dalvin Cook goes down, True. that man's very good up. Yeah. Um for me, I'm gonna go with you know what? Give me uh one of the Jets rookies again. Carter or Elijah Moore, I think they had a bit, they have a good taste of, you know, fantasy relevance during the middle of the season and they didn't get a chance to show what they got near the end. So Ooh. I think they build off this momentum and be be a lot better next year because, the you know, the Jets are still, you know, rebuilding and stuff. I think they're going to have a way better fantasy season next year than what they had this year. Good point. Good point. Who do you guys got, John? Mickey? I don't like that you said it, it can't be someone obvious because I was so Cooper Cup. Me, I was duh. I was going with Cooper Cup because why would hey. I not go with the person that helped me win my entire season? You can go Cooper Cup. Hey, go ahead. No, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup because okay. although do do I think he's gonna have as as spectacular as a season as he did this year? No, but do I still think he's going to play well next year? Absolutely. Right. Uh, who got John? I got, I got the the ninth, tenth pick. I I, I want to talk to the people at the back end of our draft, and I want to tell them, I want to say, you know what? You might not have a top five pick, and that might suck. At least the first one. initial, you know what I mean? The initial thought of like, damn, who am I gonna pick in fantasy? But let me tell you, especially in our league, somehow, some way, the player of the year drops. Two straight years in a row, I've had past the eighth pick, and I've gotten the number one running back. So I'd like to say, don't believe the hype. Trust in yourself, and that's that's who I pick. The person you trusted in yourself in that day. So I have a rebuttal. You said you got the number one running back, but the rest of your team didn't do that. Like so, so having having the number one person at one position is great and all, but the rest of your team has to actually show up. Like. He, just, had get, he had a good supporting cast around it. I mean, I think I think the rest of my team did show up most huh? of the week. Aaron Rodgers? 
next. He had, he had your. Did he have who were your wide receivers? I had a deep wide receiver class. I had Adam Thielen. Yeah, I had Thielen. Good until he's injured. Yeah, until he got yeah. injured. I mean, uh, let me hold on. Let me go look back. I had. Uh, I had D. Williams. I picked off for free agency. I had uh, Jefferson, who I got off for free agency. He's the number uh, three in in LA. I got Kelly Osborne, who I got off for free agency. I got Kendrick Bourne, who I got off for free agency. Great player. I got who else did I got for free agency? Bunch of people. Booker, Moore. I drafted Hopkins. My my two deepest guys, like for wide receiver, like got both got injured towards the end of the year. So I mean, I guess right. that's one of the reasons why I lost. Build, yeah. but I also think if I, I played a better defense and I started another running back, I could have beat Phil. Yeah, most likely. I lost like 10 points. So it's just like, I would say, I would say trust in yourself. I, that, that's still my biggest pick. It's, it's whoever you... Yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pick in yourself. You know what I mean? Like, whatever pick you get in the draft, people hype on that so well, much. Unless you drafted Christian McCaffrey and other running backs that got injured this year. But like, but like, he was overhyped. That's my whole point. You know what I mean? Because it's healthy. Yeah. But my, if it was for his health issues, I think he would have been great. But you know, the whole health is a big problem. Yeah, gotta think about it. That's why it's great to have around because think about it like this: all the other like sure things are gone. So now you have talent to just look. Right. At. So if you if you had asked this question in reverse, who's one player you you would try to avoid next year? Um. 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 I'm gonna say actually. If we're talking about obvious players, I'm gonna say Christian McCaffrey. Yep. For sure. This man can't just he can't stay healthy. So yeah, I'm avoiding him at all costs. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Mike Williams from the Chargers. I just uh, the way the offense is looking, the way it's developing, I think he's gonna be that boomer bust player that's always going to like bust. I think he's going to have like two or three good weeks, but the rest of the year, I don't think he's going to show up because Keenan Allen has been amazing. Austin Eckler is a good receiving back. I think Josh Palmer is breaking out. They have a lot of good wide receiver talent on that Chargers team, and I don't think Mike Williams is going to be the main beneficiary from that offense. Well, that's if Mike Williams stays. He's yeah, if he stays or if he like if, if he is injured like he always is. So. Wow, that was shady. Yeah. <clears throat> You didn't have to put that like he always is in there. You could have just said, or if he gets injured, period. Like, he's, he's always playing injured. <laughs> uh, just real quick, you know, speaking of Shade um, and Mike Williams, um, go check out that Baller Central TikTok. You know, I'm just going to put it right. right here. Yep, you, you can find that uh, TikTok video on our Twitter page. Yeah, it's very one-sided. Oh? Yeah. You want to you want a real story? All right, let's talk about the trade deadline. <laughs> How there was one trade. And it was between the commissioner and somebody else. And then somebody else admitted. Wait, to- I'm out. I'm out. What was that? Another trade? Did you not admit that last week or two weeks ago? What's happening? For what? I'm talking about the Hakeem trade for the tight end for the James Robinson. That was my First trade. Time out. Yeah, I was about to say that had nothing to do with me. Well, no, sorry. That was my trade and John, I was joking. That was not a. He said it sarcastically, John, yeah. And. Because I mean, my trade for the tight end was Mark Andrews. That was a great for, trade. for, for Debo. The- like, I'm sorry for keep confusing people's names. I do that from time to time. Oh, so who who do you guys avoid next year? Come on, forget it. 
Um, what was the question? Uh, who do you avoid in fantasy next year? Um. Oh, this one's gonna. This one's gonna suck. It hurts because I, I, I like this person, especially at the quarterback. Um, I think I would avoid Kyler Murray because although he he had some games where it was like, oh yeah, you're playing like the Kyler Murray I know, but yeah, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's how I feel about Lamar Jackson. Ooh, is that your pick, John? Uh, not, not who I'm gonna avoid. I don't avoid anybody in the draft. But I mean, if if we had to talk about what happened through fantasy this year, he did get injured for a part of the season. Right, he had his worst season of, had, of ever since the rookie season. Like you said, Mike Williams. And he also did get hurt at right at the playoffs, right? Well, sick right at the playoffs, right? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, the, he is he is someone you should look onto. But once again, I mean, I don't I don't avoid anyone because like for example we were we were talking about how we were gonna avoid Mike Evans you know what I mean this year I mean we all avoided him he 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 went super late in the draft he's a top 12 wide receiver you know what I mean so it's it's really just who falls and how how much do they fall or if you're gonna reach for someone how how well do you believe they're gonna be well you know what I mean right and I right. mean I, if I had to avoid anyone it'd probably be a Jets or Giants player because I fall in love way too fast we all do, John. You know I mean, that's I, that's a boy your team. I boy your team in fantasy. Things I can't relate to. So if you're a Rams fan, that sucks, right? Sounds like pain. Pain. I mean, you never know. Right. So, um, with that being said, uh, wait, take... real quick, ahead, let yeah. me just add. I'm gonna add one more. Um, that 49ers backfield. That's another place I would avoid. Oh. Yeah. I was very high on Trey Sermon. Next, you know, he he didn't get much of an opportunity. I had him Andrew Mitchell for part of the sequel. I had him the whole season, but it was except week one. But it was just on and off the injury report every other week, and it's just like, right? That whole back they just put somebody different out every week. It seems, and yeah, it's like a it's they have like a like a revolving wheel of of running backs. And you could this is not the first year that this has happened. So. <laughs> right, last year not. Oh yeah. Okay. So with that being said, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We have a very new commercial from our very own Akeem Wright. So hopefully you guys enjoy his voice as much as us. So (laughs) hit the commercial. No. Yes. Hey, everyone. This is Akeem from Baller Central here. Just wanted to say welcome to the podcast. Enjoy listening to your analysis of football and basketball brought to you by people who think they are experts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Follow our Twitter at BallerCentral4 to know when we upload podcasts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Back from one of my favorite commercials from Ball Central, the Akeem commercial. Hopefully, you enjoyed his voice as much as oh, I listen yeah. to every day. So, shout out to Akeem for that amazing commercial. Legend has it he, he had to do some legendary, you know, talking slash acting exercises to get that commercial done. So, shout out to whoever was his coach. <laughs> so, uh, week seventeen, uh, we saw a good amount of games. We saw the Chiefs get upset. We saw a lot of drama involving Antonio Brown and the Bucks and others. 
So where do we want to start off? We got three games we're talking about. Down for whatever pick one, Phil. Let's okay, let's let's start with the the shootout of the week, one of the best games of the week. Uh, Cincy versus Kansas City. Uh, Cincy won by a field goal after Jamar Chase and the offense went absolutely crazy, as did the Chiefs' offense. But the Bengals went a little bit more crazy. Uh, how bright is uh, Cincinnati's future after after seeing this game? Cincinnati's future. I'll go first. Is I feel like they can win a Super Bowl in the next five years. Like I feel like their future is that bright. I feel like Jamar Chase is probably going to be the best wide receiver in the. Well, I'll take that back. Sorry. In, in, in the, the class. class? <laughs> in the class, for a fact. I feel like he'll be top three in the league in the next five years. Like I feel like he'll be that good. I feel like Joe Burrow is going to be a top five QB in the league. I feel like this team has what it takes. Just their O line needs to get better, and yeah. yeah. Probably get better on defense too. Yeah, um, for me, I completely agree with what Elijah said. They they need to fix a lot of um, small problems like the O line. We saw Joe Burrow get injured, I think, last year, running for his life, and uh, surprisingly, the O line did better this year because I wanted them to draft Penny Sewell in the draft, but so they got Jamar Chase, which paid out paid out very well. So make me look dumb. So shout out to them for making that draft pick work out. Uh, I think what they need to improve on if they want to be continue to stay competitive, like how they did against the Chiefs, fix that O line, probably get some corners because the secondary has been lacking. Um, have some, have someone give uh, Trey Hendrickson some help because he's like setting like a good a good season with the sacks and like QB pressures. But you need to have someone like to, to go on the other side to help him build that pressure against the quarterback. So just some uh, small defensive changes and. Uh, some O-line changes, and they'll be definitely one of the top teams in AFC for a while. Def- definitely against Kansas City. Um, I would like to start off by saying I called since he beating Kansas City. Um, I, I, something in my spirit told me that they were actually going to win that game. Um, and I'm very happy to see that I was correct. Uh, I, I think they're going to like I obviously don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl this year but I I do think the progress that they've made is has has been kind of a big deal especially considering no one expected them to play this well <laughs> like I, I know that sounds bad but like uh, when they were putting so much pressure on Joe Mixon for the entire season um, you know no one expected them to have other people to even throw the ball to or you know that would kind of do anything other than joe mixon um so i'm i'm happy to see that they've they've kind of gotten it together for for the rest of what just happened oh john's not here he'll be back okay cool um but yeah no i i'm very happy with the progress that they have made even with Joe Burrow as their quarterback. Right. Just so, you know, some side stats. Jamar Chase, 266 yards, 11 receptions, three touchdowns. Everyone on that offense for the Bengals looks absolutely dangerous. Joe Mixon had a good season. Tyler, yes, Boyd, Tyler Boyd provided when he can. Jamar Chase, obviously. Joe Burrow. Uh, even... Who's the other receiver from the Bengals? I know it's Boyd, Chase, and there's someone else I'm forgetting. Oh, no. Hold on. Let me look. Yeah. The, third bang- the third Bengals receiver. 
Higgins? Higgins, Higgins, Higgins. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. T, uh, T Higgins. Yeah. He he showed a. I think I think it was like back to back for ESPN, where Higgins was the the highest scoring uh, wide receiver last week, and then this week 17 it was Jamar Chase. So if you have like those offensive weapons who can go off at any moment, there's a very bright offense for the Bengals. Uh, John, what do you think about their future? Uh, the future. I think it's very bright. Um, I think. They have a lot of fixing to do within their organization to make it brighter. Uh, 25 out of 32 teams have indoor practice facilities, and the Bengals do not. So, number one thing I would do now that you have a franchise quarterback and a franchise wide receivers is build an indoor practice facility so they don't have to practice in the rain and get a cold and get COVID. They really don't have a practice facility. That's crazy. You don't have a department either. So what? They don't have a scouting department, or they didn't up until like a certain time. I've heard that, yeah. Wow. You know, do you remember Marvin Harrison, the head coach of the Bengals? He I never. Do. One of the reasons why Marvin Lewis, right? Marvin Lewis, yeah. thank you. I chose him. Mar- Marvin Lewis, the head coach, uh, he was like there for 16 years. One of the reasons why he was there for so long is because, he, even though he didn't win a playoff game, one of the reasons why it benefited him to lose was because. He had to go travel to different colleges to talk to different people, to scout different people. You know what I mean? Right, right. Wow. So that's, I mean, I think if the Bengals can fix their internal problems and focus on their future, like you guys are talking about, I mean, it's going to be right. Although right. I kind of disagree with the team. I think if there's any year to win the Super Bowl, it's this year. There's a lot of heavy hitters in AFC and NFC. I mean, I'm looking, honest, I'm looking for someone that I got the Chiefs. I think that AFC is wide open. Because you think the, the, that loss like made the Chiefs a little vulnerable? I mean, no, yeah. we're not like anybody. You know what I mean? I like, think they were vulnerable before that loss. I don't think they were vulnerable before the loss. I just feel like their defense really did get exposed. Yeah, the fact that they trash. needed a good quarterback. But <clears> even <throat> the last two minutes of the game, like it was a complete meltdown right there, just inside the five, and it's just right. penalty after yeah. penalty that really ruined them. Hey, the, t- the tape is out on the Chiefs. If, if, the, if, you have a, if you want a chance against that high prolific offense, you got to expose the defense. Well, the, the best part is the tape is there for the Bengals, too. I mean, don't get me right. wrong. They did everything right. In yeah. our, you know what I mean? They won the game. But, like like I said, the Giants played the Patriots the last week of the NFL season. You know what I mean? And then played them in the Super Bowl. Yep. So he, it, it, I find it funny that he always finds a way to bring in the Giants and the Patriots. Every every. Every week, discussion. I was about yeah. to say every argument, but every discussion, he always brings up the Giants and the Patriots. I mean, it's a good, it's a good. Uh, I get the Cowboys too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, side note, side note with that. Um, like, like you can say the opposite. Like, if, if they, if these two teams meet in the AFC Championship, the Chiefs have some tape on the Bengals, so if they want to advance to the Super Bowl, it's right there. They figure out what they did wrong against Jamar Chase and others, and try to fix that in the AFC Championship, or if they if, if, division run or whatever they need in the playoffs. Especially Jamar Chase, because I don't know right. how you let a man catch more yards than your quarterback throws. Right, right. That's a damn shame. Two sixty six for Jamar Chase, two fifty nine throwing for Patrick Mahomes. That is absolutely ridiculous. Because he, he, they talked about it in his interview, his post game interview, and he was shocked. Can we just talk about how great of a connection they are, though? Like. Everyone, when they drafted Jamar Chase, everyone was like, oh, Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow's going to get killed again. You know what I mean? And, like, now you're like, damn, that's a great matchup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I, I still do think that the O-line needs work, but they definitely played a lot better than, they, than, than what they did last year. I'll give props for that. 
That's facts. I also feel like Joey has been making better decisions, like getting the ball out a little quicker too. Right. right. He has to. <laughs> yeah. Him and Jamar always had. Chem- um, they already had chemistry though because they were at LSU together. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Then um, another game, we saw Big Ben's final home game, according to him, as a Steeler at Heinz Field, uh, Cleveland versus Pitt, uh, just an ugly game for the Browns, just, you know, Baker looked like he was struggling, he, he looked like he should have sat out like a weeks ago with the way his body is injured, terrible throws, he looked, but he didn't look like the same quarterback he was last year, and J.J. Watt. Uh, got TJ, four sacks TJ, that game. TJ Watt, sorry. TJ Watt had four sacks. Uh, the Steelers defense had a total of nine sacks on Baker Mayfield, and TJ Watt had half of them. So, what our first, what was our reaction to Baker Mayfield struggling once again? Um, I would just like to say that people tried to blame Odell when he was on the team and say he was the cause of them not being as great and stuff, but like Baker's not. You know, Baker's not. I'm not gonna say he's, he's not great because that's rude. But like, yeah, you can if you, you want. Know, to I mean, the point is, your Baker's opinion. Not, Baker's not playing well, so not, you know, for for them to kind of try to cut Odell's head off when he was on the team and making it seem like he was the cause. You know, he was the 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 catalyst of this team just fucking crumbling. Now we know. Well, I already knew, but like now we know that it's it, it wasn't really his fault. Like, it's not his fault that the team was playing like shit. Right. Well, I mean, you also you gotta you gotta look and then go. Like, I I really I really agree with your opinion. Like, I think you gotta take the year, finish it out, see how it goes. Baker's could be playing like crap because he's injured. Baker could be playing like crap because the offensive coordinator is calling bad calls. I mean, you blame it on the corner, actually. What? There was a, I think there was an interview today or like some piece of like audio that Baker Mayfield said or <laughs> writing that he was upset at Kevin Stefanski for making that not trusting the playbook or not, like him not making the right calls. Well, yeah, but I mean like like him not making the right calls. Like we're talking about the Odell situation. He only gave the ball to Odell twice. Do you know what I mean? Right. Plus, and that's, can, and that's situational can... base. Like Odell plays situational type football. So you only have two down the field plays. If he missed both plays, he's not going to get any yards. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's 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 where you got to look at the head coach. I'm not saying that that Baker can just go off and do whatever the hell he wants to do in the playoff. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just it's yeah. Um, for me, uh, I just think Baker should have sat out a long time ago. He should like let 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 him rest and recover for the season, and just like Case Keenum do it. Because we could have saw all this from Case Keenum, and then Baker could have you know got healthy because. You know, the throws are terrible. The reads are terrible. The decision making has been terrible. He's been throwing a lot of interceptions, and he has a torn labrum and his other other shoulder, ankle injuries, hamstring injuries. Just all this, just this, just to play like that. I mean, obviously you have an excuse because you're you're playing, you know, because you're hurt. But why you put yourself through this if you're playing hurt when you could recover and you can see basically almost the same performance from Case Keenum or even a little bit better because he's healthy. I think Cleveland would have beat Pittsburgh if they would have started Case Keenum and Zach Baker. But I mean, that's that's really what you got to like. Like, it's the Brady effect. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry to keep bringing up the Patriots. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, Keith. I'm just, there's so many good things. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. At the time... Just, Tom Brady coming in, right? I just, like I said, because I, I just happened to point it out. If I didn't, and now that I point it out, every time you, every time you mention 
somebody from either of those teams, I'm just I'm just gonna start laughing. I'm no, sorry. I'm just start laughing because I like I like Tom Brady. And I like the Patriots, and I don't really like them, but I like talking about them. So I'm glad someone likes them because I just I just shady. Akeem, I guess. Akeem, who was the quarterback before Tom Brady? I don't know. I'm not a Patriots fan. Oh, I don't sorry. care. Drew Bledsoe. Phil, who's Bledsoe. the quarterback? <laughs> number, 11, number 11, Drew Bledsoe. That's right. Okay. Do you know who the highest paid quarterback in the NFL at the time was? That's right. He yeah. got paid over 100 some odd, whatever. You know what I mean? To go and play. The Thank year you, before. Mo Lewis. Yeah, and, and then Lewis knocks him out, and Tom Brady comes in, and he plays amazing. So what I'm saying is if Baker sits, right? Like, if Baker sits and Case Keenum comes in, what we're going into the offseason is Baker Mayfield is done. You know what I mean? Just go with Case Keenum. He was playing like he was done already. I mean, I, right. I mean the question He's is, do you think he is? Like, like, let's... That game against the Packers, he threw, he threw four picks, and they almost won. Like, like if, imagine if he didn't throw like one pick, they probably would have won the game because Nick Chubb was going off. That's what I'm um, like. All you need is. Uh, all right. Uh, what do you think, E? What do I think about Baker? Yeah, yeah he struggles this year. <laughs> um, let's just say that Pittsburgh defense played hard, and they've been playing hard all season. TJ Watt is my defensive player of the year. Um. I'm glad Big Ben got a win in his last game at home, you know, for his career. I I I think it's gonna be his career. But um You don't think you can back up somebody? Huh? You don't think you can back up somebody? Who? I'm not saying I'm not saying he should do it. I'm just saying that like you don't think he could be a backup quarterback? Baker? I think Who? he was Ben Roth was back I wait, I, look, I, mean, I think he would have been right in but I I I, I think he would have fit in with that uh, Carolina situation perfectly. But that's what I mean. Like, like you wouldn't you wouldn't send him to a team with like a rookie quarterback and like have him teach the rookie quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I would send him there as a quarterback coach. Correct. Yeah, I would not send him as a backup quarterback. Plus, he, I, I think Big Ben's ego wouldn't allow him to become a backup. I would I would have him in a in a Kellen Moore situation. So yeah. back, back to sign him, like sign him as a coach. I'm not signing him as a player. Absolutely not. Oh. I, he won two Super Bowls. He's not inspired me. But it's every league. I know people love to like you know be nostalgic and reminisce on the the great wins of the past. But this league, basketball, is really what have you done for me lately? Okay. Hello. Yeah. Come on, Janet Jackson reference. <laughs> and lately, he beat the Browns. So I'm just saying. Get the that's not hard. Najee Harris beat the Browns, not Big Big, big Ben. I mean, did like, Big Ben throw the interceptions? All of them? Yeah, yeah, but Big Najee Harris like got the Jaguar touchdown and got over 180 yards rushing. Oh yeah. Also, side side note, the the Steelers had 299 yards of offense. Uh, Najee Harris was 188 of them. I got you. So 111 yards came from Big Ben. At this rate. Cavs doesn't no, no, even no, have no, a football no, no. team, and their football team could beat the Browns. <laughs> you're wilding. Wait, so, Wait, so uh, you're, you think you think you could get 11 guys or 22 guys from Casanova to play grown men? I mean, John, we, 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 we could beat them. We definitely couldn't beat the Browns. I don't know what you're talking no, about. Oh, um, E, back to Baker Mayfield and the struggles. <laughs> so yeah, uh, props to Pittsburgh and. Um, I don't know what to say about like I don't want to say anything sounding like crazy rude, 
I can if you want. He gets back to them, and then he ends up cursing me out over Twitter. Not a get back to them. <laughs> <laughs> you got a DM from Baker Mayfield. I'm, 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 I'm tweeting him as we speak. As you said, Baker, bro, I loved you coming out of Oklahoma. I got to see you play healthy again, but because you played like complete dog shit this year. What I'm here, you love him when he's winning, but you don't like him when he's losing. That's not what I said at all. I loved him Ooh. coming out of Oklahoma. Ooh. He was like, like his first year wasn't that glorious. Did he? Did he not win a national championship in Oklahoma? Was his first year in Cleveland glorious? I mean, they, it was better than the 18 other quarterbacks that came before him. So, yeah, I would say it's pretty damn glorious. The fact that... So six six wins what? is glorious, John. Shut this up, is why you're a New York fan. I get it. <laughs> because, because the bar is in hell at this point. Like, what are you talking just, about? Both just, the Giants and the Jets have won Super Bowls. What have they done for a while, while ago? Yeah, what but they have they won. You understand? Like, the standard is still there. Like Standard is a standard. My common. Okay, but John, what have they done for me lately? Which, what was the last time either of them was in the playoffs? Twenty sixteen. I mean, I can't talk. My team hasn't been in the playoffs for years, but we're we at least play well when we when we're so, playing well. We're playing well. So, so I mean, team hasn't been in the playoffs, and like, we're, like I understand. Like, I still love my team, even though they're losing. Baker did not have a great first year. I mean, he was better than all the other rookie quarterbacks, but he was still mid. Maybe bottom here. No, but you're talking mid is good in Cleveland. Exactly. Mid is good in Cleveland. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's the point I'm trying to make here. Like like I'm not saying he he was phenomenal. You should give him rookie of the year. I'm not saying well didn't he win rookie of the year? No. Who won that year? I have no clue. I'm yo, this is all I'm gonna say. say. Because John wants to know Baker when he was when he went bad. I still love Baker today. I just need to see him play healthy because he played like dog shit this year. Right. That's well, facts are what? Facts. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm agree with Elijah before I move on. Uh, Baker Mayfield completely struggled because he was all those injuries. Plus, some of the blame can't be on the injuries because his decision making was terrible this year with interceptions. Some of them you can blame on his injuries, but a lot of some of the decision making interceptions, you can't blame on injuries because his decision making was off this year. Um, I'm glad he's not playing the last game of the season because he needs as much recovery and rest as possible so he can actually help the Browns. Four games of the season. Right. They were out of playoff contention a while ago, so he should have just no, sat he, down. They, they, they got eliminated last week. He should have sat down before. They last were mathematically week. eliminated. Yeah. yeah, they were mentally eliminated like week. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's that whole Browns team just to you know recover and take a break so they can get ready for next year because yeah, they, they went they from need, their offseason needs to start now they don't need to play another another game right no they need to play another game let the youngsters get in there <laughs> so and then the, other, the other side of the of that game uh is jj watt the definitive uh, tj watt sorry tj watt the definitive defensive player of the year for every for you guys yeah he, he's one and a half sacks away from breaking the record by the way and you don't mind he is this close to the record? Like he's in the 20, 20 sack club after missing three games, right? And he he left some games early as well. So like this, it's great for him. He's definitely disrupted a whole lot of plays. I'm pretty sure he no, he is the one that won the um that um when Lamar when the Ravens went for two and they missed it the first time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He disrupted that. Like, this man is a game changer, a game wrecker. 
defensive player of the year easily. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. literally in his blood. Like, look at his brother. What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, look for me, it's basically you know as a redemption for last year because there was a lot of arguments about him over Aaron Donald last year. So instead of you know complaining about it, he put his head down and definitely has has the right to win this year. So shout out to him. Do you think he gets the record? I just come to boss. Up. I think he gets a record. The the Ravens have a weekend O line, and he only needs one and a half. And he got he got four against the Cleveland O line. That's a lot. That's I think better than the Ravens O line. So I think he gets it. The, the difference will be is if Lamar plays because if Lamar comes back, I feel like he might not get it. Right, he's gonna be scrambling all over the place. Yeah. Brigham got uh, it. He beat Brett Favre. So I mean, right. Brett Favre isn't a scrambler like Lamar is. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Then. I'm, I'm, you're, you're using it as a scrambler. I'm using it as like Lamar Jackson's a great quarterback. Wouldn't allow a sack to give. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Because plus the added ability of scrambling that he, he, he's able to run out of sacks or at least like get the ball away faster, like out of bounds. Sure. I, yeah, but I think if Huntley's playing, he probably gets it. Yeah. Uh, Akeem, what do you think of Watts, the best player of the year case? Um, I think he deserves it, and if he doesn't win, then it's rigged. <laughs> Just like last year. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so with that being uh, said, we got one more game we're going to go over. The big game, not because of the game, but the actions in the middle of the game. Uh, the Jets versus Tampa Bay. We saw Antonio Brown before halftime, you know, make cause a scene and leave the game due to some differences with the coach. Uh, fast forward, uh, he releases a statement online explaining that how the Bucks organization treated him unfairly, and then today, fast forward forward to today, uh, he's released by the Buccaneers. So, what was our, our thoughts on all this, you know, drama between the Bucks and Antonio Brown? All right, so you know, first. Yeah. Um, first of all, before I do get to AB, I didn't watch this game. I'm not gonna lie. Me either. But I oh, it was such a good game. I did see that the Jets were up 24 to 10 at one right. point. And I feel like this, especially as a fan, excites me a whole lot because it really seems like we have something to really build on. If we're up 24-10 against Tom Brady and the reigning Super Bowl champs, we have something to build on. Of course, they're a young team, so I understand the blunder or like faltering, but it makes me real excited. Well, do you, do you know why? It's do you know? Do you know why we lost? I just said I didn't watch the game, so no. Oh, you didn't see <laughs> Sorry. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Just, I just, I don't know. You didn't, you didn't see any highlight or anything? No, I, I did not at all. Oh, okay. I just, it was, it was just a great game from Zach Wilson. The last, like he did a QB sneak on the Tampa Bay D line, and that's like the one of the best D lines in the NFL, right? Yeah, yeah. probably second to me. I mean, probably second to what LA. So, yeah. 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 But I mean, like a, a two-yard QB sneak. I mean, it, I I thought that was a bad call. I mean, I don't. Know, he got he got killed by former Jets like Bart Scott, Willie Collin. Like there, there was a bunch of like big people. Oh, yeah, they were blaming the hell out of him. I saw that. They were like, his ego is huge. Who calls? I mean, they, they have they have no clue they're talking about. I mean, I I think they do though. Low key. Zach Wilson's you know, ego? You don't think Zach Wilson called that off and went for the QB sneak? You think that was a call? Nah. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think he has an ego. I don't think like he's selfish. They're making him look like he's a, he's a villain. Yourself, because if if you watch that game, like it wasn't about Zach Wilson. Yes, he he had a great game, but 
they were they were talking about uh, Braxton Berrios, a former, you know, player who used to you know play in this league, you know, with one of the competitors of the Jets, and Patriots. Uh, yeah, and uh, he had an amazing. He looked like uh, Wayne Corbett, and that's why I asked if you watched it, dude, because he he legitimately looked like Wayne Corbett. He caught everything. They had they were running options with him, like it was insane. Go back and watch those. High- I'm telling you, you'd be excited. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Jets stumbled and lost at the end. I mean, it's gonna happen. But I mean, like, I mean, that's it's and that really is. That's that's a really big question. You gotta watch those highlights, and then I gotta ask you who do you think we should draft. That's that's basically right. right. And then um, also uh, sorry. Let me just get back to the AB. Yeah. Real quick. Um, after hearing what Bruce Arian said after the game, obviously, you know, you only hear one side of the story, so you have no choice but to obviously go to that side of the story and really. I mean, if nobody's gonna defend themselves, you're just gonna really go with it. We took it at face value. The point is, yeah. yeah. But after hearing AB's statement and seeing, like, seeing his statement, seeing text messages and all that, like, bruh. Well, did you see what happened? There was other news that just came out from Tampa Bay. But no, I didn't see anything else. What happened? They said he asked for the $2 million guarantee that he uh, They said no, and then he uh, didn't practice for three days. I'm not saying the dude's ankle isn't injured. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah, saying there's, there's a, a problem. There's, there's a loose bone in there. I'm just saying, I, wish, I mean, there's 100% a problem. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying that was, in a sense, stage. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, in the back of his mind, he was just like, how do I get the most attention? Do you know what I mean? Because that's never been done in an NFL game before. Well, Vontae well, Davis, technically. No, but, like, he, he went into, like, with the team, and then he just never came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's ever yeah, thrown off. He's been retired at halftime. That's what I'm, like, what I'm saying is, like, no one's ever thrown off their pads and been like, you know what? It's, like, right. that is, which is, I mean, good for him because he shouldn't have been talked to like that. But, I mean, it's. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, um, for me, I think both parties are to blame here. Uh, I've heard, like, done a little bit of research. Arians isn't the best locker room guy, or like one of the like a very like player friendly coach. He has some troubles in Pittsburgh and other places where he coached, where he seemed like an asshole a lot. Well, he's straight. What's it? He's pretty straight to the point, kind of a dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he'll just yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot. I've seen a lot of complaints from like players saying how how of an asshole, how much of an asshole he is. Uh. In the Buck organization, did AB not the greatest? Like they didn't like treat him the very best. And also AB, you got to handle that with a, a lot more professionalism on his end because we've seen like the stuff that AB has done in his career with the freezing his feet, uh, all the other drama, and knowing how we've seen him deal with drama and have him do it again, it doesn't help his side either because he could have been like mature about this and made people like change his mind about how he reacts to stuff but instead he decided to cause a scene at before halftime throw all his gear and stuff to make him to make him look dramatic once again so i believe that you know both sides could have done a lot better with this whole um saga but at, at least we know it's finally over um he says he's gonna get surgery in offseason ankle surgery and try to play again next year so it depends on what team will take him because he's near he's, he's getting a lot older um, the ankle surgery might be a problem because with someone his age and at his position with a lot of cuts and route running, who knows how the ankle's going to hold up. So it's going to be very risky for someone to try to sign him next year, not with the drama and with how he is as a player now because he's not that same Steelers player he was once was. Uh, I don't agree with that point. I don't want to say that, though. 
the, just the whole ankle thing. I think I think physically he's he's great. The thing I'd be afraid of is like the locker. You know what I mean? Like what happened at halftime. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like I yeah. I still think AB can play. Like I there's no doubt. Even if he gets his little ankle thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he was on a shot at corner zone and just you juking dudes. Like that's why they make such big things. Right. right. He does have a high t- pain tolerance. And, and the thing is, he, they made, not made him, but they low-key were like, yo, cortisone? And he was just like, I guess. You know what I mean? Right. I'm going to also say this, though. I think Vontae's perfect. Give this man CTE. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people brought up that, uh, like, brought up that on social media. Like, this is the moment where things went down for AB. Like, he wasn't the same. I think CT is getting blown into a different light here. I don't think it's CT. I think it's just his personal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. It could be either way, to be honest. You don't know enough about CT. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe right. it happens when you're conscious. Con- you know what I mean? But, like, it, it drove Junior Seau to death. It was crazy. Right. right. Uh, not that I don't love John insulting my intelligence. Let's put, let's put a T-Tone. Oh. I mean, you know about... Uh, okay. No, I, no, you're good. How oh, about it? What'd you say? No, I'm good, bro. I, I'm done talking about it. Okay, sorry, my bad. I thought we were, you know. No, no, I, I said what I had to say in that situation. I'm saying, yeah, so I didn't hear you right at all. Now. Mumbled. No, you're good. No, why don't you say what you need to say? He did. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear him. Can you say it again? You can't repeat what you had to say? Let's let the team get his two cents on the team. Okay, go ahead. Let's go. I have nothing to say on the matter because just like um, Elijah, I also didn't watch the game. I didn't even know this happened until like the day after it happened. Um, but I do feel like because um, a lot of people were talking about his mental health and all that stuff. If whatever, if his outburst or what have you was a result of his mental health, then he needs to take whatever time it, whatever time off that he needs to go and correct that because now it's interfering with your work and your money and it's also interfering with the team that you were just on so you know that's something that he needs to address in his own time and get the help that he needs right and um also uh we have some week 18 uh predictions slash pickups we, we, we try to choose um what games like will be effective playoffs like either like seating or who winning it who gets in so with the first one we have a saturday night game uh a, a division rivalry game between the Kings cowboys and the philadelphia eagles so we know Kim's gonna pick the cowboys so we're gonna skip it. we're gonna skip them. you don't know okay go ahead i am but you don't know <laughs> Akeem, we've been over this if the only the only way you you won't pick the cowboys if they face jesus <laughs> And even that, I'm going to say it's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tie. <laughs> All four quarters and overtime, it's a tie. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with... Uh, yeah, I'm going go with Dallas because uh, Philly already clinched their playoff spot, I believe. So they don't have anything to play for. And I think they, if they win this game, they won't improve their seating. So I think they might, you know, rest the players or not try as much. Because Dallas, Dallas also. No, go ahead, continue. Because you're about to. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say um, Dallas does have some something to fight for to improve their seating. I'm guessing like to like a top three or top two seed. So Dallas has a lot more to fight for than Philly. So I'm gonna go with them. I agree. All right, I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna go with Philly here, only because, like you guys both said, they're both kind of set in their playoff season. So I feel like they're gonna rest players, and I feel like Philly players are gonna play harder. Especially because their backups have a little. I feel like their backups have a little more to prove than Dallas does. Okay. Uh, uh, who you got, John? Is Hurts was that announcement set that Hurts is sitting? Uh, I don't think. I think he's playing. Yeah, I don't I, think Philly's gonna sit anybody. I think Philly's gonna go for it, and I'm gonna pick Philly as well. Ooh. Gotcha. Unless it was announced that they're sitting people. No, not, not right now. Okay, so I mean. Yep. So we got another uh, rivalry matchup in the division, AFC North rivalry. Big Ben's potential last game of his career will be away, and what other team would be fitting than against the Baltimore Ravens? As of right now, Lamar Jackson is questionable. Uh, it might be Tyler Huntley getting the start once again. Uh, who do we got in this game? They're at Baltimore. Um, Because they're at Baltimore, I'm going to go with Baltimore. Gotcha. Like the Lamar now, are you are you going with Baltimore no matter who their quarterback is? Yes. Oh, okay. Like Lamar not playing definitely tried. Like it, it makes me want to lean towards Steelers, but mm-hmm. it's a home game. I feel like Huntley's gonna have a better game at home than he's had all year. Well, who you got, John? Uh, I'm gonna pick opposite of you. So who do you got? Uh, I got Baltimore. I think um, they, the Steelers had their feel-good moment of the year already. It's time to get back to reality, and I think that Steelers' offense isn't good, only Najee Harris's. And the defense has been very underwhelming besides T.J. Watt, so I'm going to go with Baltimore. Is Baltimore eliminated? They're Mathematically, they're not eliminated yet. Okay. But it, it's, a, it's, it's a reach for them to make it. What would they have to do to make it? A lot. They need to win. I think the Colts need to lose. A lot of people need to lose um, for them. Yeah. A lot of teams have to lose for them. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And the Chargers uh, and the Raiders have to end in a tie or something like good that. Good gracious. I, I get. I totally get that. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Baltimore's at home, and I think that's a great point. I think probably Baltimore might win, but I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh just because. I mean, I, I like you said. There's a lot that would have to happen. You know what I mean? In these situations, unless it's like win or get in. You know what I mean? I, I right. just don't know if they'll have the edge. Yeah, yeah pretty much. If uh, Just a quick update on the standings for the Pickums. Uh, I'm in first. John's four games behind. And the game's about 15 games behind. So if John wants to win, he's gonna ha- we're going to have to go like different for each one of these games. And John's going to have to get them right. So it's going to be very interesting how, how we pick and who I pick. So, Akeem, uh, who do you have? Um. Okay, so I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I don't even like them for real, but I, I I want them to win because I know this might be Big Ben's last game. So I think I'm I'm going with them just because it's his last game. It would it would be it would be nice if he if he could win, you know. Right after this, right yeah, exactly, exactly. It'd be it'd be good for him to win. Right. Okay. So uh, our next one, definitely wait, wait, another. Real, real quick, real quick for Baltimore. Sorry, I was supposed to. They need the Colts, Chargers, and the Dolphins to lose so the so the Ravens can make the playoffs. Does Pittsburgh need to do anything to make the playoffs, or they're out? Out. Pittsburgh needs a win and an Indy loss, and that Colts. I mean, not Colts. The Chargers Broncos game, I think it is. Or Chargers, Chargers Raiders. Raiders. Game. Yeah. Chargers Raiders game. That game does not. If that game ends in a tie, the Pittsburgh out. 
Yeah. If it ends in a tie, they're they're out. Well, yeah, because if it ends in a tie, they both get in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So they might tie on purpose. So, so both 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 teams need help to get in the playoffs. Yeah. And then we have another uh, rivalry game for Week 18 for the AFC West. Uh, Rams versus 49ers. The 49ers have had the Rams numbered the last couple of years. They're undefeated against them. And if San Fran basically wins, they're in. So, very huge game for San Fran. I'll start it off. I'm going to go with San Fran because I think, like, with the way they've been playing, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, etc. And Trey Lance looked decent against Houston if he does play against the Rams. And Kyle Shanahan knows how to prep against the Rams. So, with all those advantages, and with the way Matt Stafford's been playing the last couple of weeks with him throwing picks left and right, I think the Fortnite's take advantage and get the W for this one. Um, I'll say this. I feel like San Francisco is going to play real hard. But I feel like Los Angeles is going to play harder because they know they can get that, I think, the number one seed. If they yeah, they're going to catch for the one seed. Yeah, so they get the number one. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. Packers clinch that. Oh, and the number two seed. Right. So either way, they're playing next week. So, uh, I'm going to go San Francisco. Okay. Uh, what do we got, John? I got Rams. Gotcha. We got a game. Um, I also have the Rams winning because I think it's time for Matthew Stafford to bounce back and get his shit together and show us why, you know, why why he is Matthew Stafford. Right. And then we got the game attached to this game, Atlanta versus the Saints. If the Saints win and the 49ers win, the Saints are uh, – no, if the, if the Saints win and the Rams win – uh, the Saints are in the playoffs because that eliminates the 49ers. So the Saints need to win this game against Atlanta. They're at Atlanta. Do we have? Uh, I have because you said they're at Atlanta. Like I have Atlanta. I'm not gonna lie. Gotcha. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go with New Orleans because Atlanta won the first one. And with these rivalry divisions, especially with the Falcons and the Saints, I think I believe they always split. So. I'm going to go with uh, New Orleans since Atlanta won the first one. I'm also going with the Saints. Um, I feel like Alvin Kamara is going to have a good game. I, I I think... So, last time I said Alvin Kamara was going to have a big game, he didn't. But... Well, but... Saints are going home, then. Akeem, Nigel Gray just ended the Saints playoff hopes. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, boy. First off, um, when I said that since he was going to be Kansas City, everybody thought I was crazy. Very so, true. So, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I said that with my entire chest. So I'm saying this with my chest that New Orleans is going to be Atlanta. Gotcha. Who do you got, John? Atlanta. Okay. And a so, so New Orleans, Atlanta. So who do we have for our uh, locks of the week? Um, for me, I'll give you guys some time. I'm going to go with the uh, Arizona Cardinals versus the Seahawks. I think the, the Seahawks basically packed their season in a while ago due to Russell Wilson's injury, and I think there's no time to recover. I think the Cardinals need some momentum going into the playoffs after that win against Dallas last week. So I think they absolutely blow out the Seahawks um, to finish off their season. Um, my lock is going to be the Titans over the Texans. 
Titans are in um, contention for that number one seed, and right. pretty sure they're going to handle the Texans. So, I mean, I mean that's that's supposed to be happened last time. The last time they played the Texans. Yeah, we're moving on. They're a little, they're a little hot. They're like a winter. Moving on. They were they were hot last time they played the Texans. Remember, they were like five in a row. No, I, I, I guess the same though. That was funny. That story doesn't always repeat itself. You know. True. Uh, <laughs> what do you got? The key for your lock. <laughs> that was funny. It's like ah, we're actually gonna move on from that. Um, oh. names are not appetizing here. Um, like an eternal pick or something. I have the. Oh, this is oh, this is going to be a good one. Um, I have the Raiders beating the Chargers. Oh, that's a bold one. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. I see uh, why you're saying that. I won't lie. <laughs> uh, who do you got, John? Wait, I don't see why you're saying. Ends in a tie. Nah, the Chargers have just been that inconsistent this year that I, I can't watch them. I mean, yeah. what playoffs, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know. You never know. Yeah, they were inconsistent against the Texans. They were inconsistent against a lot of bad teams. So, we'll see which one shows up. And and Derek Carr's not playing bad this season. Yeah. So and Darren, Wall- Darren Waller might be finally available. So, who knows? Oh, even if he's not. I mean, uh, Renfro has been doing well. So has... Uh, uh, Zay, is it Zay? Zay, Zay Jones. Jones. Josh Jacobs is yeah. picking it up a little bit. So. Yeah, so I, I think the Raiders, I think they could pull this one out. Right, right. Uh, who do you guys are locked on? Uh, I'll go Green Bay over the Lions. Very safe pick. I don't know. The oh, Lions no. might, I don't know. I mean, unless they're trying the to. The Lions might what? Show up to the game? <laughs> Guys, I think Green Bay is the players. No, they already got the first. Um, That's first true. Yeah. Oh, I don't think yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't if if I was the coach. I wouldn't be starting Aaron Rodgers. I'd be starting who's the backup? Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah. I'd be starting him because why would I risk injuring? Why would I, I risk letting him rush? Yeah. <laughs> well, you seen Jordan Love play, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he he played a little bit last game too. Did he do well last game? I'm, I'm talking about when he came in for Aaron Rodgers on the COVID week. Oh, I mean, even if even if they did start Jordan Love, I mean, with a loss, it wouldn't matter anyways because they already eclipsed the number one seed. So that's a big fact. But it doesn't help out the organization, especially going into you know what I mean. Right. Maybe they can see like, hey, here's your second chance to show us if you can really play if Aaron Rodgers leaves. Before we so. cut, that's why. Uh, I yeah, mean, Aaron Rodgers is semi injured, so I mean, I could see them send him, but. Right. Do you want to change it or do you want to keep it? Mm, I was thinking either that one or uh, if the Jets beat the Bills, does, does anything happen? No. no. Wait, uh, if, if the you, Bills, if the Bills win, win. If, if the Bills win, they 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 lock up the AFC East. If they lose, that means the Patriots have a chance to lock up the AFC East with the win over the Dolphins. So you're rooting for the Jets? Absolutely, go Jets. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That's wild. I'm gonna go with the bad man in Aaron Rodgers. Gotcha. So there's our pickups for the week. Uh, we're also going to announce that once uh, we're going to continue our pickups throughout the playoffs, but we're going to start. We're going to also start a new one so Elijah can feel included. That his picks will really matter involved in the playoffs. So we're going to see who will pick the right amount of playoff games out of us four. So make sure you stay tuned for that. 
Decent picks don't matter sometimes. Right? Don't worry. All your picks matter to us. So, uh, with that being said, we're going to take a quick transition so we can uh, close out with some NBA talk. We'll see you guys in a couple seconds. back with a smooth transition brought to you by anchor shout out to them for providing that uh we also have some nba slash small uh football talk so before we go into the nba talk we have a pr- proposition for mr akeem Najal right from myself and elijah oh god what so yep we, th- we wanted to surprise you so there's no bias so <laughs> As you uh, might notice, Akeem, in our Google Excel sheets, that the that the over and under is on the last week of the season. And mm-hmm. so we have one week left, and we agree to let you decide the players on live, what players <laughs> that we'll be deciding over and under on. So you, you, get, you, you get to pick the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, kicker, defense, and a bonus player of your choice for us to pick over and under to. So... Oh, whatever player comes first in your head, just let me know. Okay, no, so I have to actually like right now. Yep, right now. Oh Jesus! All right, so much pressure. Um, I I am two games behind of Elijah, so just a reminder for everybody. Okay, cool. Um, so oh Jesus, this is also oh, but I don't. What if these people don't? What if these people end up not playing? And then uh, once we find out, we'll uh, probably ask you for a substitute. Okay. That, so that, so try, to, try to pick someone that you most likely will see playing. Gotcha. Um, oh, that's a tough one. Okay. So wide receiver, I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb. I knew that. Wow. <laughs> oh, Elijah, Elijah got for one of his picks right. <laughs> Are you Damn. serious? Yep. Okay. Uh, me and Elijah were talking. He said, watch a keen pick. See you, Liam. That's what I was kind of... I thought it was kind of scary. And I was just like, nah, CD. Are you going to pick Greg Zerline next, game? <laughs> That's kind of scary. I don't know how to feel about that. That would... Wow. Um, no, I'm not picking Greg Zerline. For a kicker, I'm going to pick Matt Prater. Okay. Um, Where's Matt Prater? He's on the Cardinals. Yeah, mm. Arizona was is, is to be told the Dallas of the of the West Coast, so it makes sense. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I hate you. Continue, okay. Wait, uh, are, are we going one by one or no? Yeah, we're going one by one. All right, so he named he named two already. Let's go. Oh, he's saying, are you gonna say the? Are they gonna be over or under? Oh like, no! I, I, do you want to do a live or it's up to you? Yeah. Okay, so uh, C.D. Lamb versus Philly. What is his projection? Hold on, I can look it up real quick. I was about to say, do you want me to do that? or? Yeah, yeah. can you look it up, please? All right, hold on. Uh, ESPN. Oh, let's see. Oh, we... <laughs> Pressure. Oh, we. this should be fun. I think we're going to see him live. So his projection is 14.8 fantasy points. Against Philly, yes. I'm going. Keep in mind, 
Keep in mind, yep. he is averaging 15.09 fantasy points. You said 14.8, right? Yes, that is his his um his projection. Under? Okay, I'm going to go with over because, you know, I have to try to catch up and shit. I'll go over for CD Lamb, 14.8. Okay. okay. And then Matt Prater versus Seattle. Um, hold He's on. on the Cardinals. Right? Yes, he is. He yep. is the, there. The, the West Coast Dallas. So stupid. <laughs> I can't. Well, I mean, literally, me, me, and Elijah were talking. He said, "Watch Keen pick all Dallas players for the entire lineup." Wow, y'all are. Really- and, and, and 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 then the bonus would be like Tony Pollard or like some, really like, or, or, or Cedric Wilson. Y'all are childish. I don't appreciate that. Um. So Matt Prater is projected seven point seven fantasy points. 7.7 in Arizona against Seattle, right? Yep. Yeah. Over. Okay. I'm going to go over as well. Hmm. Okay, you got quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, defense, and your bonus left. Oh, Jesus. So many options here. All righty. That's not Dallas. <sighs> First off, I can pick who I want. Second. Right. I know. Um... We, so we may I'm not. We, we, we before you pick, we uh, may not have a. We, we may not have a little side bet on how many uh, Dallas plays you pick over and under. So just adds up. Fuck y'all, are some terrible <laughs> human beings. <laughs> um, over under on a of picks three Dallas players. That's what I'm y'all are saying. literally <laughs> the worst people in the world. So you got to not have the bet. You never know if it's true or not. Right. <sighs> well, I know Phil. So. Hey, go ahead. Pick pick as many Dallas anyway, players as you want. Um. So my next person for quarterback is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Okay, thank you, Kim. Appreciate it. This is projection. Um where is it? Oh, right there. Uh 22.7. Okay. I think first the last two times. Go ahead, Phil. 22.7. They're playing Denver. Denver. I'm gonna go over. Okay, I'm gonna go over as well. Shit. Mm. Dun 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 dun. Right. Um. Okay, so I need a running back now. Yeah, running back, tight end, defense, and bonus. Okay, so for running back, I'm going to go with Austin Eckler. Fuck! Damn, Akeem. You're ruining my bet here. I'm okay with that. Um. I'm now. I'm gonna do it on purpose because you told me. Or I could be playing mind games with you, so you get under. Anyway, um, <laughs> so there, he's projected eighteen point nine fantasy points. Okay, so am I picking? Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm give me the under because I, I feel I have a feeling you're gonna pick over for this. Really? Yes. <laughs> We're desperate here. <laughs> All right, so I'm going under two. You know, I just want to match up with him. <laughs> can I change? Can I change my pick? Or... And then you'll change your pick to over. So. All right, hold up. Come on. What is Childish. Projection. Eighteen point nine. Okay, yeah, that. Eighteen point nine. Eighteen point nine. Austin Eckler. I genuinely want to pick under. So yeah, I'm going under. Mm. Okay. That's a topic, man. Mm. 
Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll rotate for the last two, and then the bonus will be we'll both at the same time. So the last two I need is what a, a tight end and a defense. Tight end defense, and then me and Elijah when you when you pick your bonus, we'll say at the same time. Yeah. All right, so tight end for me, I'm gonna pick George Kittle. Yes, let's, thank you, Kim. George Kittle, what's his projection? Fourteen point eight. Fourteen point eight for George Kittle. Yep. Versus who's playing, the... who's playing quarterback for for um? It, it looks like Trey Lance. Trey Lance. You said mm-hmm. 14.8 again? Yes. 14.8 and Trey Lance. I'm over. You know what? Uh, give me under. Oh. Really? Okay, defense again. I'll pick first. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, the Dallas offense is playing, you know, a very vulnerable Eagles team. If you want to pick them, so no. Um, this is a tough one. Oh, uh-huh. all right. I'm gonna pick this one just just because I'm bored. <laughs> I'm going to pick. The Jets defense. Oh, I already have him in the XL. Perfect. <laughs> what are they playing? Buffalo. Buffalo. What's their oh, over yeah, under? Buffalo. They're projected two point nine fantasy points. Yeah, so. You know what? Give me the over. Mm. Two point nine against the Bills. I think mm-hmm. they'll barely get the over. You got Elijah. Oh my god, this is tough. <laughs> That's why I picked it. I'm going. I'm going under. Good catching. And the bonus. Me and Elijah oh. both say the bonus at the same time. That's a tough one. Um. Hmm. This is an interesting pick. Oh, Amari Cooper. Not him. It's not even a cowboy. It's not a cowboy. Anyway, um, so for the bonus, I'm going to go with Latavius Murray. For the reason? (laughs) Yeah. He's active? He is. Is, He has a projection for the week. Shit. What is it? 9.8. Nine point eight. Uh, he, he, they're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me type it in real quick. Nine point eight. You said. Yep. Okay. So, are we saying at the same time? No, we don't have to. Okay. But if you want to. Yeah, yeah I feel it'd be a lot. Fa- it'd be more fair. Okay, mm-hmm. you want to count it t- count it down, and we'll say at the same time. Who me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just count it down. Three, two. One under, under. <laughs> yeah. I actually I mean, picked under as well. So, good one by one, so. <laughs> right, okay. So, uh, that's being set. We'll find out who wins either Sunday, night, yeah, Sunday night because there's no Monday night or Thursday night game. So, and Charger versus Raiders is the last Sunday night game. So, <clears throat> we will find out. 
Okay. So that's Ooh, it for this that. makes me excited. Right, because we wanted to see if you would like throw in a, a surprise element for the last week of the over under. I mean, I did. I tried to give y'all picks that no one would really think of choosing. Right. Also, yeah. um, Elijah won the over under for Amana Cowboys picked. So congrats. Which is one? It was one. It was, it, it, it was three. Oh. <laughs> I knew y'all had something going. Tragic. I didn't have nothing going. Oh, this is. I know. Cool. We were lying. Shut your mouth. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were lying. <laughs> Whatever. So with that being said, we're going to go over some NBA talk, obviously, uh, to get, get some NBA news out there. So Kyrie Irving is officially back with the Nets. Uh, he played against the Pacers the other night, dropping 20-plus, got some good amount of rebounds and assists over there. Uh, how do we? What do we think about his performance and how he will continue to affect the Nets this season? First game back. You know, I feel like a little rush showed, like in-game decision-making rush showed. Um, but he's Kyrie Irving. Someone say Kyrie Irving. Nah, it's Kyrie. Perfect <laughs> okay. Uh, Welcome back, Kyrie. Yeah. What do you think about it, John? He's not back. Oh. Oh. He said that with his entire chest. Yeah. I, I mean, this is this is news, I guess. If you know what I mean, Kyrie can put a smile and a face on it. But like, who who do we have going to the finals? We have the Lakers and the Warriors, two teams that need Time to out. be vaccinated. Shut up! All right, I'm gonna shut up. Continue. Continue. I'm just saying that that was our first predictions. I don't know if the Lakers actually make it there. I don't know if the Warriors actually make That's it there. True. That, that, that was, was our, our predictions. like predictions, yeah. So I'm just going off of that. So like, I'm just saying like, if the NBA Finals was today. And they played an LA team, and then they had to play home games. He wouldn't be playing. That's true. So no, 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 to be no, fair, no. If, the, if the NBA Finals were today, the Lakers wouldn't even. Sure, sure. I know, but he, he said theoretically, if he was, I'm just saying, if, theoretically, if, he was if, if they played an ah. LA team or they played somebody like, do you know what I mean? Like if okay, if they were someone that's not vaccinated, like it's just like I got you. Yeah. That, I don't I, think the Lakers have that man. I don't think LA has that mandate. No, they they do. It it was one of the things that was reported on like ESPN and stuff like that. If he was to play against an LA team, he wouldn't be able to play at all. Because mm. Brooklyn, obviously, and then the whole LA situation. So yeah, that was one of the things that was very clear through all, all social media. If they were to play in the finals, so like. Just, yep. I mean, you know, <laughs> eliminated at home last year. Who? The Nets. Oh uh, yeah, and I mean, it, I mean, Kyrie was hurt then, so I mean, understandable. But it just, it just. Who did, who did lose to again? I don't know. I Anyways, um. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> wow. Wait, Kim, do you know if the yeah. Bucks have a mandate? Your tone Bucks? seems very pointed right now, and I don't understand where that's do coming they have a mandate from, Elijah. I haven't heard so. Heard from. I thought we were better than that. What was the question? Uh, do the Bucks have a mandate? I don't believe so. Just wondering. I mean, probably not. Yeah, plus I don't think the Bucks make it back to the finals. So, oh, I mean, the Nets got to make it to the finals to get to the finals. You know what I'm saying? That's right. right. I mean, I believe mm. the, Nets have, the Nets have a better chance to make it to the finals than the Bucks. So, I mean, not if Kyrie can't play at home. Even with, even without Kyrie, with with Kevin Durant and James Harden, I believe so. Last year, so James the, was uh, so the Bucks required people that are sitting courtside to either show proof of vaccination or have a negative COVID test before they enter the arena. Also, he can't play against if he has if he's negative. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah for me, I think it, it's a good thing that he's back, but it's also a negative. Because like John mentioned, for the cities that do require the vaccination, he, he's not going to be as useful. So I think it's going to throw their momentum like throughout the season back and forth because that team's chemistry that he, he'll, he'll, he won't be able to build with on some games is going to drastically affect them in the playoffs. So it's going to be a very up and down season for the Nets trying to, you know, get Kyrie um, acquainted with the team and see what he does on and off, like missing games, playing games as a part-time player. Then uh, we also have uh, the three-point leader of all time, Stephen Curry, has been, you know, having a decent season. Some would say MVP season early on, but... As of right now, he's been having a lot of efficiency issues shooting the ball. One game, he shot 9 for 24. Another, like, 2 for 15. Or, like, very, like, very drastic and bad shooting percentages. So, is this something that the Warriors should be worried about heading into the season? Or is are we hyping up Stephen Curry too much this season and not looking at his, like, other percentages, like shooting in field goals, in three-point field goals? Um, I don't think it's something that they need to worry about because, I mean, all – good shooters you know go through times where they just aren't making shots um it's it's not like they're what's their record currently i know they're like one or two in the west right so it's it's not like they're losing you know even with him not shooting as well as we know he can so i mean it is what it is right also keem uh before anyone else goes do you believe the efficiency issues for Curry affects his MVP case? Um, no, because MVP is about what value he brings to the team. He might not be shooting well, but if he's not on that court, they their value drops. Gotcha. Like even even with him not shooting well, you you know you still have to you you have to guard him at all times. Because if if he's not shooting well, all it takes is for him to make one shot, and and then and he gets hot, and then what? By that time, it's too late because you've already you already haven't been guarding him. Right. Uh, what do you think, Elijah? Um, like the team said, I second everything the team just said. It's a shooting slump. He's fine. Um, I think I'll tell you who does need to worry. The rest of the league need to worry. You know why? Because Clay comes back next week. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Clay Thompson plays NBA basketball this month, people, and the Warriors are already the best team in the league without him. Scary. So, I'm not worried about Curry having a shooting slump. Everybody goes through. <clears throat> and also, like you said, it doesn't affect his MVP standing. But I feel like Clay coming back affects it a little more. Gotcha. Also, hmm. What do you think, John? I agree with you know, team. I mean, uh, especially with like coming back part. In a way, I I think that's also gonna mess up their chemistry and might add a couple losses when he first comes back just to get the rotation. You know what I mean, up and going. But he also might have a hot streak. You never know. I mean, right. So, um, let's see what happens. Right. I mean, for me, like I don't think it should affect the team too much because. I mean, sometimes he, like, in their losses, like, against Phoenix, he wasn't a, a very good, you know, asset to them because he, sometimes he shoots the Warriors out of games with his shooting percentages, but it's not that many. It's, like, one out of every, like, 10, 12 games, so I won't be too worried about it. 
But if he if he isn't hitting in the playoffs, that's the only problem for me. Like if he, if he has these bad games, like in the playoffs, like here and there, especially with elimination game, I'd be worried. But as of right now, I'm not like you know too invested in it because this is the best three point shooter in the world of all time. Also, I think the only problem with that, like him being the best best three point shooter in the world as of right now, I feel like the last like four or five games he was trying to get the record. I felt like he was like just chucking everything because that's when his efficiency issues were like began something to glare at because mm-hmm. he was like chucking maybe like 15 16 threes a game and only making like four or five yeah so, so now that he has the record maybe yeah. his efficiency will go back to what it yeah. was I, yeah i feel like he was just chucking a lot to get the record yeah yeah and well, also <laughs> you're saying john oh, i was just gonna say uh i when you, when you talk about just like throwing it up there, I can't wait till Clay comes back because Steph is an unselfish player. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if there's one person that can put his ego with someone else on the side and just make sure it gets the person in the right hand, it's Steph Curry. You know what I mean? So, right. In fact, it might elevate his MVP status. Absolutely. Because the Slash Brothers has always been dangerous. He, he did win a unanimous MVP without Clay. I mean, with Clay. Yeah. So. Right. So, and then our final topic for the NBA, uh, February is usually the month for All-Star Weekend. And with the, with the problems and struggles they had last year, what are our thoughts on what, what they should do with All-Star Weekend this year? When is that this year? It should be, it should, it's always the middle of February, I believe, right? Oh, like Valentine's Day weekend? I believe so. Let's okay. Real quick. COVID? Is that why there was trouble, or...? Yeah, I think because last year they, they it was it's uh last the weekend year the of started late. it was in March yeah. last year. It was in March last year because season. Yeah, so it's it's February twentieth. That's the All Star game. So nineteenth, eighteenth. So like February seventeenth through twentieth. Uh, uh, I have no clue actually. Because I I have some news for a team. It, it, oh, it's, it's, it's it's Cleveland. Okay, cool. That's, that should be good. But I have some special news for a team. Oh, I'm not for everyone, but I mean, did you guys hear about uh, the Super Bowl? Might instead of postponing it, they might change locations. So instead of SoFi Stadium, it might be in Dallas. Oh, that would, would be hilarious! I'm going. I'm going. And the Cowboys are good this year, so they might fight to go to the Super Bowl. In oh my God! If Dallas. that happens, number one, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> um, number two. Cause Super Bowl weekend is when that's the fir- it's the first weekend of February. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's my birthday weekend. That'd be the best birthday gift ever. If it w- if it went to Dallas. If it went to Dallas, if Dallas played, if they won, anything like. Right. Like, I'm not. I'm not for Cowboys Super Bowl. Akeem would be like floating <clears throat> on a cloud for like the next thirty years. Oh my God! Like, I. I don't even think I would talk to y'all because I'd be like, I'm sorry, my team just won. I can't I can't associate with your teams because you guys didn't win this year. Wow. I, t- I wouldn't I wouldn't talk to y'all until the until the next season started. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This is this is why the rest of the NFL doesn't like Cowboys fans. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> This is, it, 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 ladies and gentlemen, this is this is one of the prime examples of why Cowboys fans are the most toxic fans in the NFL. Akeem, Nigel, and this is coming from a Patriots fan. So. Exactly. That's how that's how you know is that toxic. Shut your mouth. It's like for the Jets. Repeat that, John. 
You said you were rooting for the Justice League, so I might have to get you looked at, my guy. Are you okay? That's fine. Is everything okay? You said that's fine. I've always been a Jets fan. There's a you 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 see me with a Jets shirt on, John. Yeah, I forgot you you had that knee replacement. Yeah. Right. So, um, what do we think about All Star Weekend for the NBA this year? Any changes? Any, um, should that should, should it even happen? I mean, what's gonna happen? Did you figure out where it's gonna be? Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh. Cleveland, Ohio. Where everyone wants to vacation. That, I mean, that's what I'm saying. What did you say, John? I didn't hear you. Oh, sorry. I said it's uh, it's in Cleveland. So, like, what's gonna happen? Do you know what I mean? It's like even if they were to put on an event, that would be the event in Cleveland. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it, it'd probably be the, like the normal stuff, like uh, a celebrity game, yada yada, all the weekend stuff that happens. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I think they they should switch up All Star Weekend completely. Like, you know, keep the game, but I think you should make the dunk contest. They should change the dunk contest completely. Get like uh, judges, judges who actually know what they're talking about. Um, Aaron Gordon was robbed. Aaron Gordon was robbed. Um, was robbed? Sorry, and that that is the hill I will die on until the end of my life. Absolutely, like, same. Um, have like dunk champions, past dunk champions. That's like have one of the best dunkers of, of all time be in it. Like you know, right. um, Vince Carter. The best dunker of all time be in it. Why don't we have LeBron James? What? I mean, he, he's he, never been a dunk contest. He's never done yeah, it. I don't That's think not... he has the knees for that anymore, though. I was yeah. saying, maybe he just doesn't want to. What? what you yeah, I mean, he reacted the Kobe one. You know what I mean? That was like legendary. You know? Yeah, but I, I don't think like a dunk contest win or loss would do anything for LeBron's career at this point. It's just it, the fact that he hasn't been in one is like a little snubby to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, and LeBron, but like Jordan was in one, Kobe was in one. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it doesn't break or make a legacy, though. No, it doesn't. But it's just—it's just something for kids to look up to. You know what I mean? And I, I just wish LeBron had that spotlight. You know what I mean? Not that he doesn't already. But speaking yeah. of LeBron, so I found out an interesting fact. I looked, and um, you know how it'll tell you, um, like each year who's who's like scored the most points in in that year. So like like you know. When someone turned 18 and they were the first person to reach this milestone in points. LeBron yeah. has done that every year since he's been in the league. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Like, that's amazing. Right. This also, man is um, amazing. Yeah. Also, just to bring it back to the whole dunk contest thing. I mean, I would want to see LeBron in a dunk contest, but knowing that he's like one the one of the best players in the league, I think he's <laughs> one of the, also one of the reasons why he declines it to, you know, to get that spotlight to a, a more deserving or like a more up-and-coming player instead of like the best player on the planet to get mm-hmm. their name as well that's a good point oh, that that the dunk contest to be changed then you have more um reliable judges the three the three-point contest to keep it the same that's fine um take some events out i think there should be a, a 1v1 challenge but with nba players like you know a quick game to 11 or 7 but i know some of the nba players eagles are too fragile for that so that we probably won't see that because if imagine like losing to someone, you're not supposed to lose one v one on live TV for the whole world to see. Um, like that. Do they have an All Star weekend for for the WNBA? Yeah. 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 When is it? It should be halfway through the season, I believe. Like everything, like everyone else. Everyone else. Okay. I thought no, because they they have a different schedule, right? Or no? Yeah. yeah. I, I just think. 
I just think also we can should be more. I feel like ever since like, like maybe like a couple years ago, it hasn't been the same ever since. It hasn't been like the same when uh, we saw the rising stars. We saw a, right. a really missed, good dunk I contest. The rookie versus sophomore game. Yeah, like, they do it. They just turned it to USA versus World. No, yeah, I, I don't just, want I, that. No. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just that. feel. I just. I just feel like with other like with other All Star or like Pro Bowl games, it's not as competitive as it used to be. Like we don't see like the same fire as we saw from like when Jordan and Kobe was in it, like or or young LeBron. There's not like as much competition as it. It's just like the NFL. The NFL Pro Bowl game is, is trash every year now, because we know they're not going to try or like there's not as many competitive events as there were right. years past. So, I think that's just in general. We need to make all we, we need to make the all star games in any sport more competitive. So, would you go back to East versus West instead of having them pick teams? Yeah, oh, I, 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 I mean, I like the, the picking the drafting teams thing, mm-hmm. in my opinion. That's the only thing I like about the all star game. I also, I also like the new scoring setup, but I just feel like it needs to be more competitive for the players, like internally. You really like the new scoring setup? Yeah, the whole uh 24 thing. I, I, I think it's a nice tribute. And I, I mean, with the way it ended, like I think two years ago with Anthony Davis in that free throw, I think it was a bit anticlimactic. But I think with the right um, players and the right competitiveness, it could be a good system. I feel like it was good for the first year, you know, twenty twenty. But after that, like I, I actually just would rather go back to just play the game out. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes it might end up with a blowout, and then some teams I can like, try. So it, it all depends because sometimes like there's gonna be one conference that's completely lopsided and not that much talent as the other side. So maybe that's why they put the drafting. Yeah, that was, but that was when LeBron was the only one in the East. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's different now. It's a lot different now. Yeah. Um, any other topics NBA wise you all want to bring up before we head out? One more. I'm gonna make a huge prediction. LeBron James and his son will play in their last. Together. together, what they will definitely play on the same court together. You know what I mean? As oh, a, I think, okay, okay, okay. But like that, yeah, that you, you said the same team, that, but no, but I also think one day, like I think at the end of his career, end like the I think he will sign with uh, his son's team. A 10 day, maybe I don't know, just think <laughs> play. You know I mean? everyone else is doing it, so you know, I mean, you never know, 10 day would be. I, th- I think I think they'll be on the same court together, but I don't think they'll play like on the same team together. I think that might be uh-huh. way too hard. You think so? Yeah, it, it, it depends how his draft stock is going to be. It depends uh, how, how good is LeBron's current team. It's a lot of factors that can be hit or miss. You know that, right? What you thought? I don't know if this is a hundred percent true. Maybe, maybe he signed an extension that I'm not knowing of, but I'm pretty sure his contract went until the year his son got drafted. Yeah, maybe it does. Him. That's true. Oh, so he can sign with who? Oh, thing like he could sign with potentially whoever drafts his son. Yeah, because he signed a small one to two year deal. Interesting. Very interesting. And the only reason I think that is because I just watched this cool documentary. I'm the first time ever like with Ken Griffey Jr. Senior and Kevin Griffey Jr. Jr. on like the first Ken time Griffey, ever they, yeah. they played together. Shush, hush, leave below. Let him let it go. Let it go. I know I said junior twice, didn't I? You did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ken you did. I was like, I'm gonna I'm just gonna be quiet. I mean he's known. Yeah. I also know Kim's grown from last year. I'm proud of you. Ken Griffey Absolutely. Jr. Senior. That was funny. 
But what I'm what I what I was trying to conversation is that they interviewed a bunch of people in that documentary, and one of the people they interviewed was LeBron James. And like this is a baseball documentary, so like not a lot of people don't really watch it. So I think it's like I think I think he has like wants to one day play with the Sun. I don't know why, but I just I feel like back of my mind that's what I gotcha think. okay would you like to repeat that statement sir i said i don't watch baseball oh i said no one wants baseball that's what, that's what no I no no i used to <laughs> i used to play baseball um yeah but no I don't, I don't i don't watch baseball so i wouldn't have you know but if i knew lebron was in a documentary and i was a huge lebron fan then yes that might persuade me to at least watch the documentary right okay so with that being said uh what is everyone's last words before we skedaddle um, go Bulls. The Chicago Bulls have been playing their asses off lately. And I'm, really, I'm really proud of them. I'm really, really proud of them. And yeah, go go them. Bulls and um, Lakers, Lakers, please get your shit together because I'm sick of hearing my grandmother complain that y'all are playing like shit. Akeem, did you see that TikTok about DeMar Rosen and the Lakers? I did not. He apparently went to LeBron James' house with Anthony Davis and said, they said he was their number one priority in the offseason, and then they traded for Russell Westbrook. We got traded to the oh, And fast forward to now, I would rather have DeMar DeRozan than Russell Westbrook. Absolutely. No comment. Ooh. Oh, wait. What's, what's the comment? I agree with E in the What's the no comment comment? Right. No comment comment? The no comment yeah. comment is that I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. I'm my favorite player in the league. I don't care what anybody says. I will die on any hill that says Westbrook is the top five point guard of all time. It, it must be a tough watch to just play this season then. It's a tall hill, but I mean, I, I, I think if he wins one, <coughs> I think you would definitely make that debate. Right. I just think that he he just does it for the Lakers this season. He, he needs a fresh start somewhere else. You with the think, way playing. I don't think he's I mean, a spot? I mean, also, also that Westbrook, Westbrook is known to have like bad starts to a season and he can probably like turn up the second half, but as of right now, well, that's what I'm just, it, it, like him. What's it? I said, I said, that's exactly what I'm thinking, Phil. I, I think he's going through a, a rough struggle time right now, but come like, come the time where it's almost playoff time, he's gonna be. Like locked in, you know what I mean. Plus, I, I said, I said this in the beginning of, this, of the season. I just don't think Russell Westbrook and LeBron are a good fit with with one another. To be honest, because I, end of the season, bro. I just yeah, I, yeah because uh, I just think that they're both two players that are very ball dominant and that needs to run the offense through them. So if I mean, we know LeBron's a Laker and LeBron, that's LeBron's team. So I just don't like Russell Westbrook as a off ball player because. Sometimes he struggles. A lot of times he struggles with that. He struggles with three point shooting, which LeBron needs on his team. A lot of three point shooters. Uh, his free throws are doing a lot worse. His turnovers has been uh, back and forth. It's just I just don't think he fits that system. I think they they should have got someone like Buddy Hield or a shooter to help out LeBron instead of or Demar Derozan. To help I with think this turnover argument needs to go away because one, Westbrook doesn't lead the league in turnovers. You know he doesn't. Yeah, true. Two. Curry's averaging less than one less turnover than him. So, like, we talked about Because his, his turnovers were the same last year. I think it was, like, at five point something, and he has five point something this year. It's just it, it's just the media, like, it makes it look a lot worse because of the way, like, those passes are and, like, how they like to, like, you know, try to 
target some players on the NBA. Good point. Well, here, here's the thing. Like I, like John said, this is a very tall hill, but I will defend Russell Westbrook as much as I possibly can. But I'm here for all what? Huh? I said, just because you said top five, I think he's automatically top ten. I just think he's like the the fifth or the fourth is just like such a hard argument to have with people. Do you know what I mean? I mean, in my in my eyes, because like I said, he is my favorite player of all time. So I'm yeah. definitely biased. I yeah, won't no. even deny that. So, but you're you're biased on a good hill. Do you know what I mean? Like the only reason I said it was tall is because of the the championship thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm personally for me, my favorite player of all time was Jason Kidd. So like, Jason Kidd was good. I mean he he. He only won one championship with Dallas, you know what I mean? And he didn't lead and assist, and he didn't lead in other things. But, I mean, like, he he was he was one of those guys that you just love to watch. And I, I think Russell Westbrook is one of those guys, too. You know what I mean? Right. And I think, I think a lot of people criticize him so much because he's such an explosive player. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, like when he struggles, you're like, where's the explosiveness? You know what I mean? But it takes time to gel with people. And also, like... What's going on with the coaching? When is Russell Westbrook playing? Is he playing when LeBron's sitting? Is LeBron getting some rest? What's going he's on? Always a, he's, always, he's always a starter with him. But, that, but that's what I mean. Like, I'm not trying to, like, take anything away from Russ, but I'm saying, like, he needs to, like, they need to sit LeBron more, and they need to play Russ during that time. Like, that was their big struggle bust last year. When LeBron went to the bench, they lost the lead all the time. So probably move Westbrook to the bench then as a six man? No, no. what I'm saying is, like... I think they should, to be honest. I mean, yeah, this is... Like like John said though, they brought Westbrook in to counteract LeBron not being there. So there, I feel like you don't put Westbrook on the bench because I mean he's still Russell Westbrook. But at the same time, you kind of gotta log his minutes differently. You can't have him and LeBron on the court at the same time. That's what I'm saying. Right, and also I think something that hasn't been said from like Laker fans or people in general. Uh, Anthony Davis is also a, a good a good problem. For the, I mean, not a good problem, but a, a problem for this team as well. His selfless use has been um, a problem for two years. He isn't the same player as he was in the bubble. A lot of people are, are more like aggressive towards him. He hasn't shown that aggression back. Uh, his, his shooting has been off. It's just not a good year for Anthony Davis, who should be the second the second star next to LeBron. With Lakers Paul game. Anthony Town gave him 30. Right. I don't know if Anthony Towns could do it, my guy. Who? I like him, Anthony Towns. I said Carl. You know, I said he gave Anthony Davis thirty. That's all I said. Oh, really? Yeah. I know, but like, who would you pick, Anthony Davis or Towns? Man, this after, one cat. after watching that game, I'm taking Carl. <laughs> I'm taking Cat. Are, yeah. are we talking now? Right, right now, I'm taking Cat. Like, Absolutely. Like, I get that one game. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying, oh, no, this is this has been Anthony Davis the whole season. But Anthony Davis has been playing well all year. He hasn't, no. So I'm he has not. I don't. I don't think he's been playing horribly, but I also don't think he's been. But I also good. think Cat's been playing better. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't uh-huh. think that. I mean, some people do, and I mean, also, also, I just think Anthony Davis hasn't been there. Like the best availability, the best ability, availability, as a coach would say. But also, he hasn't been there defensively. Like he's been letting a lot. He's, he hasn't been that defensive player of the year candidate we've known and love. He's been letting a lot of things slide by him. Just not a good season for him in general. And I think Cat. That, I would definitely take Cat over him this year. You guys think it's it's the age thing is a part of it. Hey, also, Anthony Davis? How old is he? So, no, no. Mid-20s. No, hear me out. I'm pretty sure I'm older than Anthony Davis. No, I got that. I'm just saying that, like, 
like the rest of the 28 years old. It's over 30. We're, same, right? we're literally the same age. No, I, I thought you were older, but I'm just saying, Anthony Davis' backup is what, 33? Yeah, yeah Dwight, I think it's Dwight. Go to Dwight Howard ever. You know what I mean? Technically, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Dwight Howard, you're automatically Davis. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. What he's for? Like, what I'm saying is, why not get a backup that you could kind of be like, you know what? Anthony's tired. You know what I mean? Like a top in and Randall kind of a thing. Well, yeah, but he, yeah, but also, but he, he's a star of the team. Like, I mean, I get like he's injury prone, but as, I mean, as a star of the, star of the team, you know what I mean? Like, whose team is it? Oh, I mean, there's like the, the duo because LeBron, at, LeBron is at, at this stage of his career that he needs a second option to help him with the team because he's not that he's not that Cleveland team or LeBron. He's not that Cleveland or Miami uh, LeBron that could single handedly, you know, take over a game. He needs that extra that that extra start to help him. I guess I feel that. I just yeah. I don't know. I think I think him and Russ are off to kind of slow. You know what I mean? I think yeah. There's also rumors that everyone's gonna, that everyone could get dumped for the trade deadline. So we will see how that goes. Who do you think the Lakers could get? That makes me laugh. Trade for Buddy Hield, please. Trade for a, a reliable shooter. Also, also, I think for the Lakers, for me, they need defense and shooting. Yeah, those are the what two you have things. to give up for those things. Like, is it worth the players? You know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. Trade everyone on that team besides LeBron. <laughs> yes. Get rid of them all. Just start trade, over. Trade, 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 trade Vogel if you can. Oh you I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a huge because because if if you, their best defender has been Taylor, Talon, Hor, and Tucker this year. If you're the best, if your best defender is him. And I think Carmelo has been decent this year, so I, I wouldn't trade. Car- I wouldn't trade Carmelo, but a lot of the players have been underperforming. I, also, Malik Monk, I like, but a, a majority of that roster has been underperforming. And if they don't get the shit together, they could be shipped off by Lud L- GM. So we'll see. Let's be honest here, though. No team is really going to take what's what's contract. It's a big contract. He wants too much money. Where do you want to go? Though? That's the thing. I mean, if I'm him, I'm going somewhere like. Sorry to say this, New York. For who? Who'd you want? So somewhere, somewhere where you know you are the number one guy, and there's no question about it. Yeah, but you want to go to the? That's the one place I wouldn't like. No, if I'm a Knicks fan, I love Russell Westbrook, but like, just I'm, I'm just afraid that Phil's gonna be like, yeah, that's where you go. You're old. You're at the end of your career. You're gonna be on the bench. Come play for Kemba and and a, a young player. For Kemba and a young player, maybe. And a, a picker here, there, because I think they, a Kemba would fit nicely with the Lakers because he won't have to do much. He can facilitate and help LeBron score when he needs to, and then Westbrook could have his um, uh, stats there. They're gonna, they're gonna trade Westbrook for RJ Barrett. I mean, that that goes to be a possibility, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be Westbrook for for RJ Barrett and Kemba Walker. Watch. I actually, I actually, I actually like RJ Barrett on the Knicks. I'll trade if you're. Yeah. <laughs> Because, so, um, what happens here is when What's-His-Face come, could, could be coming to New York because R.J. Barrett's on the team. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who's, uh, I can't, I can't remember his name. He's down in New Orleans. Zion? I don't know. He got to get healthy first. We're not even talking about him. I'm fine with Zion, taking on a, yeah. a, a bad contract with Zion. Yeah. Look, I need, I need to see him get through a full season first. I don't think Zion has a bad contract. He just has a bad uh, health. Bad health. Yeah. A bad body. That's what. Yeah. I, I, I think. He, I think he's still on his rookie de- year. He got yeah, a so. BMW. Yo, I've got a question for you. This seems like crazy. Okay. Like they're in- closing out the show. I know. This, I know. I'm sorry. This seems crazy. <laughs> 
but I was thinking about it. What if the Lakers and Pelicans traded again? They traded they take Anthony Davis back. We don't want his injured ass anymore. What'd you say? Oh, we. They wouldn't do that? No. Oh, we. Oh, so, uh, we'll, get, we'll get the last words right now. So, Oh, it came like up. That's definitely a sign. So, any last words from, from anyone? Um, shout out Josh Giddy, man. Shout out my cousin Tommy. Um, what's your name? Drink water, guys. John, what's got? Uh, yeah, same. Drink. Say hi, Drew. Like you said. Akeem, what you got? What, as far as, like, what to say? Yeah, last words. Uh-oh. Um, go Cowboys. Very original, thank you. Um, congratulations <laughs> <laughs> for being the, uh, uh, <laughs> what else? Um, 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 uh, the first gay winner of our football week. Yay, me. Congrats. Congrats. Oh, I was going to say something. Never mind. Um, so, with that being said, so, uh, for me, um, thank you for listening to this very long podcast. Sorry for going off the rails a little bit. But hey, y'all going to listen and you're going to like it and you're going to comment and that's going to be that. Right. Also, yeah, so, I forgot. Real quick. Sorry. Shout out Ken Griffey Jr. Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! wait. Oh, Elijah, did, didn't we say in your TikTok that you know we were done being petty and other stuff like that? That wasn't petty. That was really funny, bro. That was both. both. It was both. Okay. So, with that being said, uh, we also have a quick outdoor song for you guys to listen to. John, would you tell us what it is? Oh, I don't know what this one is. That he released once he got uh, he left the Jets game. When he got released. When, song? When he thought he got released. He, why do you gotta be like that? Song. Read it, John. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I said it was AB song. Once he thought he got released from the Bucks after the Jets. Wait, wait like he like he made his own song? Yeah. Yeah. Get the f- what? Yeah, he went yes. to after the Jets game. Jesus, be offense. I'm nervous. I want to listen. I want to hear this. So this what's what's the name of the song? To be honest with you, uh, it's. It's I don't even know. Burger. Hold on, sorry. It's it's AB. I'm not, I'm not so. Oh, I'm so not the, 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 the song's called uh, "Pit to the Palace." What is it? It's Pit. called "Pit to the Palace." Okay. Yeah. So yeah. before we ha- before we end the podcast officially, feel free to listen to Antonio Brown's newest song from his label, apparently that he has. As I don't know, but no. uh, Pit to the- <laughs> Uh, uh, pit, pit to the palace please enjoy and we will see you guys next week thank you for listening we are out